You're listening to The Contrary Beekeeper Show. This episode is brought to you by Nature's Image Farm. If you're interested in nukes, packages, queens, or supplies, visit us on the web at naturesimagefarm.com. Do you want to help support the show? Follow us, Dan and Christy, on Facebook and Instagram at Red Dog Ranch. Do you need a logo, graphic, or web design? Check out Blask Media on Facebook and Instagram. Now, on to the show. Well, Dan, we're back. Finally. And better than ever. Something like that. It has been uh, an insane year, uh, and we keep saying, man, when are we going to get together and record a podcast? Well, we've been together quite a bit, but it's just not low-key time like this. It has just been hustling, and today is not even low-key time. (laughs) We've been busy all day long uh, building migratory lids, uh, building some woodenware, catching queens, treating bees, uh, and we decided, you know what, It's, it's getting late. The sun's going down. The bees are getting spicy. So uh, Susie went after for, went after a few pizzas, and we thought, you know what? Let's just get the mics out, and let's record a couple episodes and get folks caught up on all things DJ, DJ Barracuda. God, I hate you. <laughs> so. This first episode, though, to celebrate someone's birthday is going to be beekeeping for the elderly. Oh, th- thank you, Dan. <laughs> just way to just stick it right in the ribs there and just twist. Susie uh, set me up. If, if you've been uh, paying attention a little bit to the socials and all that, uh, Brian Coper from Castle Hives was out, and he took a video of the of Susie's Top Bar Hive, and we tried to get Susie out there. Was this revenge for that? Yes. So... Um, Susie turned 40 in March, and, um, I, you know, I, I sort of maybe laid it on a little thick about asking her if she needs her walker or no. cane or, you know, joint relief and all a these little thick. all these kind of things, you know, just playing it up, and she just said, just wait, Burns. Well, when she says, just wait, Burns, she means it. So she totally set me up. Uh, her and her mom did all these signs down the entire you saw it coming in. Oh, you can't miss it. You cannot miss it. And sign after talking. sign. Yeah. Old lives matter. Dad's elderly. Lordy, lordy. Greg turned 40. Just all of this. And then she did the uh, honk. Greg, Greg's just turned 40. And all I've been hearing now for days <laughs> is honking going right down the road. <laughs> so well done. She she did good. Well, when uh, when Brian was out for the last learning yard, which we, maybe we'll talk about that a little bit. Uh, in he, uh, he's he's gotten some video while he's been here over the last month or so of, um, of the getting the top bar going and then kind of an update. And we tried to get Susie in there, and and then she's she's joking back and forth, and she three she threw out my little uh, childhood nickname, which don't you repeat it, Dan? If you really want to find out what it is, you're gonna have to go check out the video. <laughs> on the Castle Hives channel, Susie's Top Bar Hive Inspection video. And then the entire, I've, I'm getting texts and messages from people across the world. I mean it. Yeah. And they're saying, happy birthday. I'm not, I'm not going to say it here. I'm not going to. Why, why not? We're not going to like keep pr- promoting the, the thing. So it was pretty cool. I, it's, it's awesome that f- folks cared enough to say happy birthday. And I think they just enjoyed throwing out the nickname there too. So it was yeah. pretty cool. Well, we've been hard at it all day here, getting all kind of stuff built, catching queens, treating bees. Um, 
But uh, we're st- we're sitting here in the shop at Nature's Image Farm, where if you've been following along, we've kind of uh, we we moved to a new farm and built out a new place here to be able to sell uh, wax dip equipment and Premier Foundation and boxes uh, and just all kind of um, equipment, Larabi's vaporizers, um, and it's kind of been the hub for the learning yard at Nature's Image Farm. What we've offered um, our folks here is folks that uh, support us um, with their beekeeping by buying packages and nukes. We want to support them. And uh, we've offered up uh, the learning yard here at Nature's Image Farm where we're learning uh, hands-on and being able to pass on some beekeeping education, but also build that community for folks and also include um, all of our military veterans free for no charge to come out and learn hands-on. You've bring in um, your newbies because you're mm-hmm. a now an active mentor Yes. Um, with highs for heroes, and that's that's awesome. What do you what do you think about um, this whole new thing of being uh, a mentor with highs for heroes? So it's quite unique. I was all about it. Uh, we kind of did it in some form before there was ever a name behind it. Yeah, uh, we were fortunate enough to where we uh, were invited out to Nebraska for a conference, and we got to meet the founder, uh, Steve uh, Jimenez. Jimenez. It's yeah. Jim- Jim, 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 Jiminy. It's like the rice. I think it's and Russian. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we got to hang out with Steve. Super great guy. Yeah, he He's also another Marine. So him and I just hit it off from the rip. And we had some great times hanging out. And just spending the whole weekend talking about bees and hanging out with some pretty cool speakers. So from that point forward of knowing that the foundation has a really solid leadership and someone that has their head on right and can really push this into something that is really what it needs to be was quite a relief for me. And that's when I really started to look into it as what what can we do to expand this, expand the reach, and really actually get out there and start helping people. Because one of the big things that we see a lot now in the veterans community is that suicide is a huge issue going on there. It's one of the silent things that a lot of people don't really talk about. Uh, Last, uh, it's 22 a day. And that's something that really needs to be fixed. And it's one of those that's, it's not a one size fits all for everybody. So the unique thing about the military community is that if they see a problem, they will go out of their way and try to solve it. It's, they're not big on asking for help. It's they try to keep everything inside. So it's one of those where it's inside of our community. And now it's an opportunity for people that are outside of the community to actually be brought in there and see kind of how we have fun and do things like that. Uh, Highs for heroes is an amazing program. I'm ecstatic to finally be a part of it. Uh, I've picked up two newbies this year. Nice. So, uh, I feel I'm comfortable enough to be able to have at least two, but that's something they're definitely looking for is mentorship. I, I know personally, if you're a beekeeper and you want to actually try to do something and give that olive branch out and try to help someone else that look at the program, it's pretty cool. There's a lot of opportunities for folks out there. You know, when we we're, we're being active, with highs for heroes, and I'm always clear with everybody. I, I didn't serve, um, but what I think is important is just because you didn't serve in the military doesn't mean that you can't serve those 
that served yeah. in the military. And I think there's amazing opportunities for, for all of us out there to find where we can fit in, find where we can make that difference. Uh, you know, keeping bees alive, trying to do what's right by the bees, um, is, are all just little pieces um, of the puzzle. But more importantly, trying to do what's right by each other, being our brother's keeper, stepping in, helping somebody out, being there for them, you know, showing them the ropes, being that that positive impact or influence in their life is huge. And oh, it goes absolutely. A long way. Yeah, it very much does so. So it's at the end of the day, it's about getting guns out of mouths. Right. And that's really the big driver behind it. And I know for me, if there's anything I can do, you know how I am. I'll give my shirt off my back for damn near anyone. Right. And so it just seemed like a natural progression for me. And it, feel, it feels like it is for you. This is just a, uh, a, a place where, you know, here at the farm, here at your farm, when we all come together, you know, it seems like the learning yard, the farm here is becoming a hub where we can facilitate that hands-on learning experience, but also have the place where we can build the community with each other. Yeah. Find a place where, where folks feel like, okay, hey, I can come here. We can show up. We can hang out together. We can laugh, joke around, have coffee, donuts, have a good time. And also, we just happen to all be beekeepers. Yeah. And then let's go out and learn hands-on and see all these things working. And I think it's what's what's fun, um, I think, for us um, – is when folks are come here, you know they're going, they're getting to hear from me, they're getting to hear from you, so they're getting to, to learn and and hear about different aspects of beekeeping, raising nukes, raising queens, and then from you they're able to hear about raising honey, and we're 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 open and honest and candid about growing the business um, from each side, yeah, and 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 being completely blatantly humbly honest with all the things that all the mistakes that we've made, the hard lessons learned that we can pass along to these guys and gals so they can take it and run with it and be successful. Yeah. It's not about being perfect. It's not about being the best beekeeper in the world. It's just about being your brother's keeper and just being there to help somebody along mm -hmm. so they can do it just a little bit better. Yeah. And you, we, we joked about this before you said making mistakes. Are they really mistakes? If no. you learn some, no something, mm -mm. That, that's a that's an old habit of of saying something's a, a mistake. Sure, you know um, it's not the outcome you wanted, but it was a learning opportunity. Oh, you killed your bees. Good, good. Your marking pin just puked out all over your queen. Good. Well, don't forget in front of a whole bunch of students. In front too. of a camera, in front of your students. Yeah. Good. You know, you don't have things figured out. You feel lost and you don't know what you're doing. Good. Like there are always uh, the opportunity is always there to learn and do better, and also for sharing that humbly in front of people with no ego, mm -hmm. no pride, that's a big deal. Yeah. When we were out in the learning yard, how many thousands of queens have we marked by now? A lot. And so we're out there. We know what to do. Yeah. Brian's out. He's got his camera, and he was taking video. And here's a queen that needs marked, and I well, pull her. Don't forget up. the videos in 4K at 60 frames a second. Right. Too. So you just can just slow and just watch. Hey, the Sue, quick question for you. Can you come here for a second? Oh, hey Sue. I like how Dan calls you Sue. Hey Sue. Hey Sue. See, this this is a podcast without the video, so they really can't see all the video ish. Mrs. Burns just walked into the room. Hey Susie, can we ask you a question? Oh, oh, did I get, the, did I just get the, oh, she, she, she's eating. She's not going to talk with her mouth full. Uh, 
Greg has a childhood nickname? What? It, no. Don't. She's she's unavailable right now. <laughs> just you keep eating your pizza. Just I want you to enjoy your meal. What? Oh, there's multiples. Um, I think the you need to go check on that thing out there. It's really. Yeah, yeah. Shh, Luke, don't throw me under the bus now, man. There's a there's another one out there. So, anyways, uh, <laughs> back to. <laughs> See, the problem of getting old and turning forty, and when you joke around a little too much, you end up paying the price one way or the other. Oh, now, this God, is just God. one of those things. This is too great. I love this. This is amazing. You know, we, there, we could be we could be working for a living. I guess. Yes. You know, this is. It's, there's, we have a lot of fun around here. There, there is pizza here for us to eat at some point too. But what do you think? You know, how does this? How do you think Highest for Heroes looks moving forward? Because they've had a lot of huge changes here recently. Yeah. That is really getting things tightened up and locked in. Uh, I. I think they grew really fast. I think a lot of things are getting streamlined, so things go quicker. Yeah. Uh, they definitely have streamlined uh, hooking newbies up with mentors. The connections. Yes. Are, they've, they've made... Yes. Last week, I think they made eleven or 1,200 connections. Oh, my gosh. Um, there's, you know, there has been such a call and need for this that there's been so much traffic and activity yeah. for folks to get set to get connected even over the last couple of years uh, to where they can only, only do so much. And now they've got a lot of things in place, um, a whole, staff, um, equipment, technology, software. They've always had the heart. Yeah. You know, they, they, they have had the mind um, to do it, but they needed some of the manpower and the technology to make all the things yeah. kind of happen. And it looks like they're really doing that in a big way. And yes. It looks like it, there's going to be so many opportunities for folks and they have the drive to just not give up. Right. Just dig in yep. until we get there, knowing we're always going to just keep making it better and better and better and better. Yeah. It's a one, pretty cool thing. One of the unique things you talk about the learning yard, what exactly is that for the people that have no idea? So the learning yard is just a um, it's a, a, a positive learning experience for folks um, who support Nature's Image Farm. They came out and bought packages and nukes. It's a way that we can say thank you for their support by supporting them with hands-on um, education, we meet here um, in, in the shop and uh, coffee, donuts. We talk about some bee stuff, a topic, have some questions. Um, and then we take, rather than just go from there, we take that information right out to the field. And we see these things um, in live action. And then we get out there and there's curveballs. We see different things happening um, out there in the learning yard. And we get to say, okay, well, hey, what, what do you guys want to do? You know, we've left a lot of the choices in the bee yard to folks to say, hey, do you want to force them down to see if we can make them swarm? Do we want to add a box? We can do things with these bees um, on our dime, which gets them to a place where they are more comfortable taking the risk to learn to see what happens. And I so love it's a that. Choose your own adventure for the class. And it is. Yeah, exactly. We, and it's also, we, we make this available for. Um, our newbies through Highs for Heroes. Mm-hmm. It's a way that we can also support um, the military veterans um, at the same time. And these things are just married and paired beautifully. 
Um, yeah. it's an, it's an, an amazing, um, community of folks. Um, no politics, no nonsense, none of those kind of things that, uh, I, I think a lot of times hinder, um, group setting learning. Yeah. Um, this is just down to the brass tacks, literally. Yeah. We're here to help each other. We're here to, to build this community. We're here to learn bees. We're here uh, to, to be a lighthouse to one another. It's that simple. And that's and that's one of the things that we haven't even talked about was uh, I know you spend a lot of your time out in the learning yard actually instructing the whole group as that a group. Right. And I get the unique opportunity to stand back and watch. And as Greg's going, the bulk of the group's there learning. And then you'll see a couple come off and have a little conversation. And it's... And then once it's over, everyone's kind of hanging out for a little bit afterwards. Breaking off. Yes. yes. And it's that is, I think, the most valuable portion of it is you are building those local connections and friends. You're seeing all these other people be connected to each other just by having to, having a place to land here. Yeah. That's the coolest thing. You're and right. it was completely unintentional. I mean, that... These are just like like added. There's just bonuses, yeah, um, to, to these. And, but but that it, that is why we're not doing this because we are trying to show the world how we keep bees or how we kill bees. Now you have YouTube for that. Where's there's YouTube for that? <laughs> we're trying to just share a place with people, yeah, so they can make the connections, the real life, face to face, in the brick person, and mortar, yeah. the real deal connection. Um, which you know, obviously. That's been challenging over the last few years uh, for lots of other reasons. And I promised Susie I wouldn't wear my tinfoil hat today. So we're not going there <laughs> with the conversation. But folks, people are social. People want to meet. People want to yeah. stay connected. They want to be there for each other. There's a certain vibe and an energy and a power when you put people together and they start doing those things uh, of, of a similar mind. It's just, it's amazing. And, and if anything... Um, you know, folks can do this all over the country. Oh yeah. All you have to do is just do it, dig in, create the space, have a place. And it's that typical field of dreams thing. If you build it, they will come. Yeah. If you're doing it for the right reasons and if you're doing it for the people and not for yourself, things like this pop up and it's amazing. Yeah. I've enjoyed watching you with your newbies here. And you bring them along with you, and it's like, okay, you've got Dan's crew, and then there's Greg's crew, and then there's Dan and Greg's crew, and then there's the B. It's like you have all these little sub crews that all make up this greater crew. It's it's so I'm it's so hard to explain. Yeah. Um, on the little inner workings of these kind of things, but this is people supported. Yeah. Oh, it's absolutely. For, it's for these people. Yeah. Like that's what it's about. That's also what Highest for Heroes is about. Yeah, and it's mostly the people that are there doing it. Right. So if if it wasn't for them, we wouldn't have anything to do. Right. We'd just be talking to a microphone and only my mother listening. (laughs) Well, I'm really looking forward to um, the rest of the year with the Learning Yard. One of the fun things about it is we've installed packages into equipment at the same time all of our customers did. Yep. And we've installed them into five-frame equipment, eight-frame equipment, 10 frame equipment, an Apame hive, and also our horizontal hive that Ricky Rorick built for us over at Horizontal Bees. And it is so incredible to see what the bees do in all the different pieces of equipment. Yeah. 
and see just the nuance. And now we can learn just to see, well, what do the bees do with all these different things? What do the bees do on Premier Foundation? What do the bees do if we checkerboard yellow or black foundation? Mm-hmm. What do we do if we run all mediums or if we run all deeps or if we do this? What, what happens when we raise a colony in a horizontal hive that is specifically designed as a, as a one-size-fits-all for a lot of backyard beekeepers where you can, you can grow a colony out in the box, you can split it in the same box three or four ways, make queens, make nukes, all from the same stock, from the same resource in the same um, colony, create a backup nuke and a resource for you, create extra queens for you or, or your community. It's a win-win, and it's so fun just seeing what bees do with all these different setups. And I think that's neat because if you do have any kind of mobility challenge, there are a lot of options out there for hives and things that you can uh, interact with and be a part of beekeeping when you think outside of the standard bee box. Yeah. And that that's pretty cool. It's been quite interesting to see that horizontal hive. I, love, I was kind of skeptical in the beginning, yeah. but it, it's pretty cool. I thought it was just like a little, you know, garden decoration and yeah, you can keep bees in it and you know, it's different, but I absolutely just love it. I love standing behind it the way it feels. It's so easy to pull the frames out to work the frames. There's a nice observation glass in there. Yeah. So you can kind of see what's going on the way it's set up where we can uh, drop splits in there and make Queens. It's just cool. It's like all the cool things and beekeeping on little mating boxes, splits, dials, Having everything right there easy to, to, to access, is it's pretty cool. And it's actually really, really high-quality craftsmanship. And it's beautiful. It is. Ricky's wife did an amazing job painting it. Uh, she did a beautiful thing. Um, check it out. Um, we have been extremely behind on videos. They're just... No. <laughs> At least we never got behind on podcasts. You know, um, it's really hard to find the balance of actually doing the bee and farm work. Um, and then finding enough time somewhere else to document it, to document it. Yeah. Um, it's one thing to do the B work. It's another thing to do, to take a video of you doing the B work. And it's something altogether to try to edit and put out and publish the video of you actually doing the B work. And with as much growth and expansion that we've had this year, it has been absolutely focused on. Um, getting our nukes out, getting our queens ready, getting yep. the shop set up, getting the supplies in here, building equipment. Like we just, if anything, I've learned that with this year, maybe I'll say what I, what my biggest, what I've learned the most this year, and then maybe you can piggyback on that and share um, what maybe you've learned this year. This year, I've learned to just accept the fact that we cannot do all the things. Mm-hmm. Just because we want to do them and these things are awesome, we cannot do it. Oh, I know. You have me picking queens today. <laughs> <laughs> Fresh picked queens. You're a brave soul. We have to focus on the things that are the highest priority and be okay with saying, okay, well, we have to cut this loose for right now. Yeah. I, I love the art of putting videos out and sharing a piece of us in that fashion. Um. But the fact of the matter is YouTube does not pay the bills. There is nowhere even enough money at all to consider even putting any more time and effort in YouTube for YouTube's sake. Yeah. But I still love the art form. I still love sharing those things and, and connecting people with what we're doing here. 
However, you know what I really love doing? Making bees. Yes. And pulling queens and grafting and just seeing these genetics continually improve and do what they do and see those go to people across the country. I love that too. And that's a certain art. And you talk about your genetics. I've seen some of the prettiest queens today. Absolutely amazing. It's it's hard because when you're out there and you're pulling queens and you look at them and you you like you have to check yourself. You have to say, um, "Wow, I'm pulling this queen and the queen looks so good." I'm like, "Ah, oh, does that one really need to leave the farm? Maybe that should maybe that should just stay here." And then you're thinking, "Oh, you know that that's selfish. Like you want to be creating queens that you want to keep for yourself." That's the queens that you need to be shipping out to people. And as soon as I just reframe that, now I'm thinking, oh, man, that how cool is it now that I've got queens that are laying up a storm and are so beautiful that I want to keep? Now those are the ones that I'm absolutely proud and excited to send out. There was more. That, there's a half dozen or so that were tiger stripes with the polka dots going down the side that I really, really wanted. It's just a, a unique combination. <laughs> We've got these black and tan modeled um, abdomens. We've got some. I, there, there was one that looked like a straight, almost like a cordovan. Like she had a like a reddish thorax. Yeah, and just a uniquely amberish. Um, abdomen. I mean, just every it's it's so cool to see all the different color expressions grafted from the specific breeder queens that we're using. What I love is they're also laying up a storm like wall to wall, oh just my gosh, going yes. to town. Yeah, it's kind of awesome. It, it's pretty cool in this context because the way that we're raising queens um, in the five frame nukes is we can let them go a little bit longer for a couple reasons. It helps us primarily. It's a little bit of a buffer in time to where if they need to go an extra week or five days, they're not going to plug out. They're not going to be swarming. We're not going to be losing um, production. And when we pull the queen and the box is full of sealed brood, it's a box that's self-sustaining. Yeah. And so we just come right behind them. We pull the queen, drop a queen cell in, and we never have to do anything. for. Them. They don't need fed. They don't need boosted with brood. They're just on their own cycle. Um, but it takes a lot more resources raising queens that way. Um, but I really enjoy that little bit of a buffer that it kind of creates. But then you still have a year like this year, and there's just nothing. I mean, honey is everywhere. Yeah, all the places it shouldn't be, too. Yeah, I mean, just... Any- and pollen? What was the... I've never heard the term before. What was the term we coined a few weeks back? Pollen-bound. Yes. We've got colonies that are pollen-bound where there is just so much coming in. It is wall-to-wall pollen and nectar. I have honey bands on the tops of frames with pollen stuffed below it to where there should be brood. Yeah. And in a 10 frame box, it's easily, I got six of those frames in there. Some of these colonies, if you're not out there every like three and four days to make a move with them and give them more room, they, as soon as they're, they're hatching out, they're backfilling with just yeah. gobs and gobs of pollen. Yes. And ne- I mean, the nectar too. The next thing you know, it's like, it doesn't. If you're not in there like 10 to 12 days, you come back and where there was a brood chamber is just loaded full of resources. Yeah. But I'm also seeing this kind of happen right after huge hatch outs. Yeah. You know, and so it's like, you know, it's a, it's, it's just one of those, I guess, good problems to have. I guess so. I've, I've never had the problem of where I need to reel back hives as hard as I am this year. 
I made, it sounds small, I made four splits of nine frames of brood <laughs> per box and one frame of resources, and they are boiling over. Ashley, what is it about this year? I, I easily could have put another deep on top and had it drawn out within a week, but I had, I'm playing it slow, and I put a medium on there to see what they do. So, yeah, it's... I don't know if it's I'm not screwing up as much or it's just a really good year. I think, I'm leaning towards it's a really good year. I think I know what's going on this year. And I also, I think that there's going to be some hell to pay. And I think in the next episode, we dive a little bit deeper into what is going on this year with the bees. Why are the bees doing so good? But what dangers are lurking ahead that we need to maybe tune into and keep an eye on? God, you got all dark and ominous on that. Well, we're at a little bit of a cliffhanger, as they say, Dan. I guess so. For some reason, Jaws just came to mind. Uh, the no. movie. Yeah. Uh, no. You know, the the piper needs paid. There, there, There's a toll here, and I don't think we can get by with things being so good without paying the price one way or the other. I just let it ride. Let it ride. Yep. Well, thanks for listening to another episode. I'm sorry you had to listen to another episode. Contrary Beekeeper Show. <laughs> we are um, excited to be back. Yep. And better than ever. Christy's over here in the corner looking at us. Just she's just I, shaking her head at these. I, I like, don't know. Has anyone? Cliche. So ever there's a phrase that behind every man's a better woman. I I think. Oh, she's this, blushing, Dan. I think in this case, I'd probably agree. So everyone, say hello to my wonderful wife, Christy. She's looking at Dan right now like, I'm not saying anything. You can talk. No, wait, I don't want what is, to. Okay, what everyone ever wants to know, what is Dan's childhood nickname? Uh, I think it's just DJ, DJ Barracuda. Just DJ. Just DJ. What is DJ's favorite color of crayon to eat? Probably the red one. <laughs> Not mac and cheese yellow? Uh, yeah, because they're all gone. <laughs> well, thanks for saying hi, Christy. Yeah, thanks. You're such a chatty Kathy. Nailed it, Dan. Yeah. Nice job. Yeah. Thanks for putting her on the spot there. Yep. Now you have to go buy her dinner. I guess so. WC Steakhouse? Oh, that sounds really good. For, for all you folks who are not in the know, that is the... White, White Castle. Castle. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks again for listening. Uh, we're going to try to do a lot better the rest of the season on getting together, uh, or we're, we get together a lot more than we ever have. Like getting uh, microphones out. We try to get the microphones out. One of the challenges is, as usually when we get the microphones out, it's also the cameras and it's this whole thing and it's a da 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 da, and then it becomes like, ah, eh, it's too much and just not yeah. time. And, but we're going to see if we can get back to the basics and at least uh, put out some audio content. Uh, just to, to keep folks um, kind of in tune with what we're doing, all the things that are changing uh, and going on. Like you said, there's so much going on with Red Dog Ranch. Yes. Uh, and with all, where, where can folks find Red Dog Ranch Honey in Ohio? Uh, you can go to Pure Roots in Uptown Westerville. You can go to Thornville Hardware. And what, what city is Thornville Hardware in? I think it's Thornville. Okay, yes, Thornville, yeah. Whew, save that one. <laughs> Uh, we, we also have Sweet Meadow Farms, 
Uh, we have Kitchen Bakery in Marysville, the area where we're from. Then you can also find us at the Westville Farmer's Market. Nice. You can find you guys on the socials on Facebook at Red Dog Ranch. And Instagram. You're on the IGs. I'm not. My sister does all the work for me. That's why there's no spelling and grammatical errors. She's younger and hipper than me. Wow. It's paying off in a big way. It is. Red Dog Ranch, Ohio. Ohio. Yeah, you'll find some, some dog people in California that are very serious about red dogs. Now you know. Yeah. Now. Who would have guessed it? Well, on on that factoid, (laughs) let's uh, eat some pizza, and uh, I just don't know what to say. Where do we find all of your socials and good stuff? Well, you can check out uh, our collaborative efforts, Dan, on the podcast, well, on all the podcast players. If you're listening to this, then you probably already knew that. If you aren't listening to this and needed to know, <laughs> then I'm not sure telling you on this thing is doing any kind of good. Uh, but thanks for thanks for asking. Uh, Nature's Image Farm YouTube channel. With, uh, there's all kind of cool videos um, on there, interviews, uh, all kind of fun stuff. Even Dan deep frying his fingers, wax dipping boxes. You know what? Christy deep, or did lids tonight and she's yet to deep fry anything. That's because the women are smart and they're good. They've been, yeah. the, the, the girls have been out here wax dipping stuff all she day. She truly is better. It's been great. Uh, you can look forward to the Nature's, Im- the Nature's Image Farm YouTube channel later this year uh, on a lot of the content from Hives for Heroes. Yes. We have been, it is, this is such important footage. Uh, to me, um, I think the people that are involved that I didn't want to just sell it short and just slap it together and get it out. And then in the spring of the year here at the farm, getting nukes and queens ready, there's just no time. Yeah. So I want to make sure we do a good job with it. Um, so be on the lookout for um, some highs for heroes content coming out um, later on this year. And uh, for anything else be related, um, you're welcome to come out to the shop and pick up some uh, wax dipped equipment. Premier Foundation, Larabi's vaporizers, including the brand spanking new Macro? The one that goes right in the front entrance and lays completely flat with the new modified nut system. Yeah. I'm going to thank you guys for listening. We appreciate you hanging in there. Um, Hopefully, uh, it's still at least your mom and my mom maybe listening. I'm pretty sure my mom's already asleep by now. It is getting late. Yeah. This is a live show on, on the a, AM radios. Well, no. Normally, she said like 10 minutes in and she's What if we just asleep. fade and go from beekeeping and we just do like a coast to coast AM with DJ, DJ Barracuda. <laughs> the moon is hollow. It's full of lizard people. <laughs> Why are you laughing, Dan? <laughs> Oh, we could go really deep into this one. <laughs> yeah, okay, all right. We're, we keep trying to say goodbye. It's yeah. not working. We're going to say goodbye this time. See you, guys. But just know that we're going to see you again real soon. Oh, well, you'll hear us real soon. They're not going to see us. This is audio. Dan, when you're right, <laughs> you're right. Thanks again for listening. And as always, be the lighthouse. Be awesome. And be the change that you want to see in this world. We'll see you next time, guys. Javier's my homeboy. Recorded in front of a live studio audience. There you go. That's cool.
That'll work. <laughs> How about that? 